everybody, and welcome to the AT with you and me. I'm your host, Ruben Dryblatt, here with a couple of guests, very special episode of the podcast. We have Amanda Leifer and Dan Hogan, two friends from Rutgers, coming out to visit us. Uh, Stephen and I on the trail. We're at High Point Shelter in High Point State Park, and we're doing a little reverse pod today, a little guest cast, call it as you will. Uh, Dan and Amanda will be asking the questions to uh, Stephen and me, and uh, we'll do our best to answer. So... Host, take it away. Absolutely. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited, uh, Dan and I, to see our good friends, Ruben (laughs) and Steven. Uh, It's actually the first time that I've met you, and I don't know if you know him. Yeah, it's my first time. Okay, so uh, we're going to get to know each other a little bit better over the course of this podcast. Dan and I have some uh, interesting questions for the boys to see uh, how their journey has been so far, some things they're thinking about, and... uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll start off by just asking how you guys are feeling today. Like, what's the vibe? Uh, Steven, you want to take it? Thank you so much, Amanda. I'm really glad to be here on the pod today. Uh, uh, overall, I'm feeling a little sleepy, but optimistic. The weather's been, been a little cloudy, and I think that's that's dragging, dragging down my energy levels. Mm. That happens, yeah. yeah. What about you, Ruben? Um, feeling good, feeling rested, considering we were able to get a little night off at uh, a hostel last night, Mosey's Place, lovely caretaker. Uh, the hostels are always uh, a, good, a good time because uh, it's, you know, usually pretty affordable compared to staying at a motel or a hotel or something like that where they'll price gouge you. Um, and she was really nice and took care of us and breakfast and shower laundry the whole nine, so... I'm feeling good, but yeah, you know, as Stephen noted, it's a little windy and cold the past couple of days. It's probably going to rain tonight, um, so not totally looking forward to that. But uh, all in all, in in good spirits, trucking on north. Nice, trucking on, trucking on, baby. How, how would you feel if it was the opposite weather today, like 90 degrees, 95? And yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably tell you that I felt worse. Yeah. I'd probably feel even more tired than I do now. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, is the thing about thru-hikers. It's, it's real easy to complain. Oh, know? yeah, you know, I'm happy to grouse about anything, anything. you guys want to talk about yeah. that's trail-related because <laughs> it gives you something to talk about when, yeah. you, when you walk up with someone. You're like, oh, how's it going? Doesn't your back hurt today? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I know. <laughs> My feet hurt, too. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of that, definitely. In that same vein, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the hiking notebooks that people leave Mm -hmm. along in these shelters. Mm -hmm. What are some of the characters you've met along the way? Some hiking buddies, some friends, some some fun fun little peeps. So many, so many people. We've met a lot of wonderful people, and really, that's that's the part of the trail that you miss. Is the thing is you can go out and hike at your house if you really want to, but you don't meet the, the the personalities. You know, you don't just you don't just stop and chat with people on the sidewalk the same way you do when you like roll into a shelter right. and there's a couple people hanging out. Aww. There's a little bit less shared experience on like Fifth Avenue. When you're yeah, like yeah, <laughs> slightly, slightly different. But that, that's kind of like the breakdown of hikers. There's like the day hikers, there's the section hikers, and then there's the through hikers. And meeting those, finding those like some of the section hikers you can share that kind of stuff with, but especially the through hikers who are going on like a long journey, basically the same journey that you're going on, maybe with some slight uh, differentiations. Uh, they, they are just wonderful to meet. 
and there's such a vast variety. I mean, last night we met a, a mother. We met um, this guy, Klaus, who did the trail last year, had to get off for COVID. He had done mm. part of it the year before. It's like this guy essentially like almost lives on the trail. It's hard to know what else <laughs> what else is going on, but really, you know, fun guy and uh, has a lot of stories and tons of knowledge about the trail. He'll like know all the coolest spots to hit and all the places to stay. Um, and then someone in particular who was um, really a, a, a joy to meet was this guy, trail name Rodeo Go, um, who's from Texas and actually served a little bit in Afghanistan um, and like lost some of his hearing as a result of it. And he was telling a story of uh, meeting George W. Bush at an art gallery in Austin, Texas, <laughs> and like how he put like his like feelings aside about Bush to like go over and like shake his hand and say Shame that he was a veteran, that like he like liked Bush's art, and Bush like stared him in the eye and like really made him feel welcome, and he was just like, man, that guy's a, that guy's a president. <laughs> so it's just like, what a character! What a character! Oh my God. Yeah, and like just a, a great guy, and you know, tons of stories. So you just meet such such variety. It's a real potpourri of life. Huh. Wait, so so this guy, yeah, he 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 fought in Af- Afghanistan, yeah, and then, which is a war, a conflict that was largely, uh, chiefly, I, you could say it was chiefed by uh, Bush, right? Yeah, it, or it was Cheney, led by, but yeah, 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 yeah. Or Cheney, sure, sure, exactly. sure. Okay. <laughs> depending on who's or in Halliburton, charge. Or, yeah, exactly. Say, yeah. Um, Complicated, but. but and but you said he like he he didn't. He didn't agree with Bush's views, or he was. I think he was just upset about. I mean, I'm I'm sure uh, there's so many factors, and you know, sometimes it's it's actually interesting when you when you talk to people. I'm using the word interesting a lot, but everything's interesting. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Don't feel (laughs) like you're using words. You know, it's interesting how much I use interesting. You got vocabulary. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Spectacular vernacular. No, but like you know, some people choose to reveal more about themselves and like their feelings and their background than why Mm. they uh, feel a certain way about either, you know, in this case, their, their history or sometimes why they're on trail or who they actually are. Like some people will only give you their trail name and some people will be like, like we're generally like, oh, I'm Ruben, but I go by Squeaks. So, uh, yeah, I was right. going to ask you guys <laughs> right. that because you so, mentioned so that he had the trail name. Right, What's right. your uh, trail name, Steven? My trail name has been Cold Soak. Yeah. Cold so, like, Soak. Yeah. Is, is there like a reason, are you going to be able to divulge the reasons Oh, yeah, yeah, we can give the story. Yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's pretty simple stories. Uh, for me, yeah. it was my sleeping pad is really noisy and my <laughs> backpack is kind of squeaky as well. Nice. So, so squeaks it is. <laughs> he got the name. Yeah, and I was like hanging out down by the creek, soaking my feet, and the guy's like, oh, you're cold sick now. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm down with it for now. So it's like college. Like you go there, you get a new face. Like yep. you, you don't have to tell anyone what you did. Exactly. That thing that happened two summers ago is gone. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> you're here, you're happy, uh, you're squeaks. And 100%. Cold, so that's good. liberating. And I think a lot of people do choose to go on this kind of trip for that reason to kind of yeah. either reinvent themselves or escape from their their past and just to touch upon that that point that we were talking about before about uh, rodeo go it's like yeah it's like he kind of disagreed with bush for whatever reason he didn't really exactly say but it was yeah. just like when he saw him in the art gallery he was like a little buzzed and he was like listen i'm gonna go over there and i'm gonna say hi to this man because <laughs> i mean he's the president like or the former president at the time or whatever but uh, and he was like, yeah, like, regardless of how I feel about him, I really like his art. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's just, like, cool to 
cool to hear these kinds of stories. Wait, wait, wait so it was Bush's art? It was Bush's art, yeah. but it was an art gallery, and Bush so. either had some stuff on display or okay. was just there okay. and, and watching it and looking so at it So he found well. himself drinking in Bush's art, art gallery. Art gallery, yeah. At the specific one that Bush ended up... With the yeah. man himself. With the man himself. And, like, there were some Secret Service agents around, but, like, mm. he went up, he was like, I'm a veteran, and Bush, like, looked him, like, dead mm. in the eyes wow. and like, said, thank you for your service, like, gave him a real shake, yeah. brought him in, like, close, and said he brought him in <laughs> like that, like, around the shoulder and like yeah it's just something a real president would do exactly (laughs) not like this phony (laughs) that's pretty sweet yeah yeah cool cool people yeah it seems like you've met a lot of interesting people along the way so many so many you mentioned that like a lot of people come on the trail to like maybe escape something or you know change their identity or reinvent themselves like yeah whatever your reasons were for going on the trail you mm-hmm. feel free to get into that but sure. like do, how i know you're only maybe 20 percent of the way like how yeah. much do you feel like there's been an impact on your mm. you know personal growth mm. steven you thank you very much sure yeah i don't you know, of course I, I came out here to avoid prison he's a felon on the run that's totally not <laughs> all right no, yeah. uh yeah so we're about 20 percent in one fifth of the way that's huge that's a long ways this is the furthest i've ever hiked this is the most i've ever backpacked and i can i can confidently say that through hiking is not for everyone at <laughs> <laughs> this point that's that's what that's one thing i've realized it's been good to get out on the trail, though. Like, I feel like I'm in much better physical condition, despite how much pain I'm in some days. Yeah. Uh, and I think the, the mind-body connection is very strong mm. there. So, you know, it's been... The mind-body connection, like, what do you mean by that? The Talking, I'm saying that, you know, your, your like, physical, your physical mm. state, your physical healthiness, and your physical environment all have a big impact on, on your mental state and how you're feeling. Mm. Uh, there's also a lot, a lot coming out about how your gut microbiome, like, really mm. can impact your brain and your thoughts and your motivations and everything. So that's interesting, but... I don't have any hard data on how that might play out on the trail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So not eating the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've been get, I've been adding a little every night, a little spoonful of dirt to getting that B twelve. All things considered, we eat a lot healthier food than most people. Most people are eating absolute crap. Yeah, like mm. six or seven pounds oh, yeah. of candy bars a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Maruchan ramen. Maruchan. Yeah, yeah, like the cheapest ramens and just like bad stuff. So like, we definitely try to eat healthier and. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I'd say, you know, the 20% so far, it's interesting to note how far we've come and also how far there is still to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of had, like, a maybe a, a couple different reasons about why I've come on trail, and I've kind of tried to, like, reevaluate them as they've as the trip has gone on. And uh, I don't know, it, it gives you a lot of, of time to think in, a, in an unobstructed way, which uh, is both, you know, initially was, like, a little daunting because, like, you know, there's things that we might push down a little bit. Then it's like, all right, you got a lot of time to think. So things start coming up and like dealing with them like as they come uh, has been has been good because you don't have to put, you know, if, if one thing is like becoming a little too overwhelming, you're like, all right, let me shift to something a little more manageable and like feel like it makes some progress here and then put a pin in that and then revisit it. And uh, both of us have been doing sort of daily journals. I do one every other day, but it's nice to go back and sort of read that and be like, oh, I was thinking about that then. And like, now I'm actually like a little further along with this and maybe now I'm a little more 
on towards a solution from what I considered uh, a problem, so to speak. Mm. Um, and also just trying to develop, like, because I'm thinking about maybe writing something post-trail about the trail, so trying to come up with, like, some, some maxims of, like, you know, like, knowledge of just, like, walking this far. <laughs> like, if you have this much time to think, I can try to, you know... Yeah, get to the bottom of a couple things, hopefully. Yeah, you'll have some nuggets something. of wisdom along exactly. the way. Pass them on to yeah. friends, etc. I'm a little Yoda over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a, a follow-up question. I don't know if, Dan, you, you had any other things yeah, you I, wanted to say based off those comments. I, I was really wondering. Mm. I've, I've never walked the, the AT mm. like you guys are currently doing. And I, I imagine a lot of people want to know as... Stranger question might be, but sure. Do you ever like? Is there ever days you're just sitting there and you're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's Sorry. a great and, question. And, and, yeah. And so yeah. I, I'd imagine you have had that, and mm. I'm, I'm less interested in like if you've had that or maybe like what, because I think we can imagine, uh, what those days might be maybe you, you <laughs> Steven it's mine it's like oh I'm wiping my ass behind a tree yeah. for one more day or like, it's like that's enough another oh composting God. toilet filled <laughs> to the brim yeah um, <laughs> but like what do you think it is what is it that keeps you on the trail yeah that's is it, a good is question it, is it the sunk cost is it mm. the one I can't do negative but it's yeah. like yeah, no, is it sunk cost or that's is fair. it like it just feels so and there's something about probably like no this is the mission mm. Um, that must be so great. Them's are dedicated people, you mm. know. Yeah. They're, yeah. They yeah. signed up for this. They're like ready to get get all the way. So as Hunter S. Yeah, Thompson said, buy the ticket, take the ride. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. true. Okay. There's a certain, uh, you know, yeah. on the hard days, there's a certain spot where you're thinking about, man, this sucks. Like hiking mm. isn't that much fun today. And then it's like, well, what what else could I go do right now that would be more fun than hiking? Yeah. You know, like yeah. sailing. Sailing would be nice, but I don't have a sailboat, so I might as well keep walking. And then there's also the, um, you know, the ecstatic wonder. Like, you got to enjoy being out here. You're not yeah. going to want to keep hiking. And so every single day, if you can experience that ecstatic wonder about where you are in your environment, then that really, that, I don't know what more you want from your life. Yeah. Okay. It's beautiful out here. I mean, yeah. we're sitting by a creek. There's some just lovely plants around, some beautiful trees. The shelter is like, it, it's just framed really beautifully. Yeah. Um, a, a question I guess I'm curious about related to nature is like, mm. have you seen the good and the bad of nature? Like, have you encountered any Definitely. really like hard patches where there's maybe like wild <laughs> animals that you had to be afraid <laughs> of or like... Maybe it rained really hard one day or yeah. it's super windy. Like, yeah. how is uh, the, like, natural environment played sure. into your journey? And, like, you know me, just being a sort of naturally inclined type of person. Like, um, one thing I really love about hiking is being in nature, but I know there are a lot of risks definitely, with that. So. Definitely. How has that played out on your trail so far? I mean, you saw earlier we were, like, picking ticks off each other. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, I think it, it definitely breaks down into, like, I guess there is the animal aspect of it. We haven't seen a bear yet, um, although black bears tend to be pretty skittish around people, so I wouldn't be too concerned about seeing uh, a bear or any kind of, like, wild animal. But certainly they, they could pose a threat. Uh, but honestly, I think the most brutal part is just terrain-wise. The last four or five days in Pennsylvania, it was just, instead of 
you know, walking down a trail with some roots and some dirt and maybe some rocks. It was just basically straight rocks. Mm. Pointy uh, rocks. Pointy that's rocks. Like, so it's just like color. beating the hell out of the bottom of your feet. You have no clean step. You can't develop a good hiking pace. Mm. You're just sort of kind of like tiptoeing the whole way. Mm. And it's just like trudging out the miles. And, you know, that, that definitely brings you back to like, man, do I just want to get off trail and like just go home? And then you come back to what Steven said of like, well, like what else could I be doing? And then, you know, you go, you go through all the loops of then like, oh, I told all my friends I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, saved yeah. up all the money. Like, we've well, been planning this for yeah. a year. It's, it's the good go. days and yeah. the bad days, like you Definitely. were saying. Definitely. Steven. You have yeah. those great moments, those ecstatic beauties. And yeah. then you have the, like, great downfalls. And I'm sure by the end of it, you'll be able to look back and say that was the best moment and that was, like, the worst moment. Yeah. Mm. And it's all it's like what you fo- what you choose to focus on. Like, you know, you, you can be at the shelter and be amazed and in love and you can be like, oh, it's too hot and I have to go down and filter water and there's mm. bugs and there's this. <laughs> or you can be like, oh, I just completed a ton of miles and mm-hmm. I'm really satisfied and I'm going to make a great meal and I'm going to read my book. And it's like, yeah. you know, I, I think just like in the quote unquote real world, really? uh, it's it's your perspective and it's what you're choosing to focus on. Uh, Super valid. Yeah. Uh, I have a, another question for you guys. Hit me, baby. So, I, I've i just met Steven. Yeah. Um, Ruben, you've known Steven for a little bit. That's right. Um, I'm curious how your friendship has developed mm-hmm. since you've been on the trail, how you've, you know, how you've connected to each other, what it's like having a trail partner, the good, the bad, the, <laughs> the, the ugly. ugly. <laughs> I'm, I want to hear it all. Like, uh, what's it... What's it been like, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been really solid, you know? I definitely, I wouldn't have wanted to come out if I hadn't had a hiking buddy to take with me and, like, <laughs> know that I had some backup if, if things went down the tubes. Uh, the one the one good thing to think about is, like, when with the, with the teams, they kind of can go through phases sometimes with the, like, forming, like, when you're first coming together. Right. Like, you know, you're, like, first couple days on the trail, first week on the trail, like, nobody really knows what's going on. And then there's kind of, like, norming where it's more like, you know, you're starting to get your performance together. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, only one person has to go get water because I'm going to remember to give them the bag <laughs> to mm. fill up mine, too. Right. And then, you know, storming where it's like, ah, oh, you know, we're not quite, maybe we don't hike at the same pace. Maybe we're, like, you know, maybe we maybe we don't want to filter each other's water <laughs> or something. It's like, all right, you, then, you got this bag. And then yeah. finally, we're, we're in the performing phase where we've, we've, we've communicated well, we've, we're used to what we're doing, we know what's coming, and now we can handle it. Mm. Yeah, I like that breakdown. That's a, that's a good way to put it. And, I, you know, there's, uh, there's a beauty with spending so much time with someone because you, you learn to communicate in different ways and you learn... You know, when there's times where you're going to talk a lot and when there's times where it's just going to be a little more quiet. You know, we can't, nobody can keep up a 24-7 conversation for, yeah. you know, 300, 200-something days. But it's just, it's yep. too much. But, you know, finding those moments, I think, are great. And finding other people on the trail to relate to as well. And mm. uh, we get a nice balance of being together a lot and also getting little breaks and having some things that we do on our own and then having a bunch of things that we, we share together. So... I uh, definitely felt, you know, we've come together and we've, we've gotten a little closer. And it's interesting to note our, uh, our history of our friendship. You know, we met on a, on a semester program, but then basically didn't see each other for a long time and just kind of, you know, kept in touch. And 
he visited me in New York and that was amazing. And then again, it was just basically just online and we would yeah. talk to each other and COVID, you know, hey, you want COVID to do chats. Thing? Exactly. Yeah. And he kind of mentioned the AT and I was like, oh, I'll glom onto that. And then <laughs> hit the person who he was originally going to do it with, couldn't really make it. So then I was like, all right, it's a good thing we have each other. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, like Steven, wouldn't really want to do this uh, solo. Um, I guess maybe, you know, the, the people who do start down in Georgia and go up, they develop these tramleys, trail families. Mm. And, you know, a lot of them are really close to each other and things like that. But I've also met some people who are like, yeah, it can become a little overwhelming. You know, suddenly the people who I maybe got along with for the first week after two months, I'm like, all right, I'm a little <laughs> I'm yeah. all over these Jeez. people. And like, I don't want to feel indebted of like, oh, I got to catch up to them or, mm. oh, I have their... I'm carrying their thing that I got it. So uh, that feels like that can get a little sticky. And it's nice going with someone who, you know, we already knew. We sussed each other out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. And then the one thing also, I think, like, Ruben and I can both be, like, very reserved and quiet mm. for part of the time. So then it's just, like, thank goodness no one's trying to chat with me right, right. right. <laughs> right. And then, you know, and then some days we, we all hike along, like, right next to each other and talk right. about different stuff. And it's, it's nice. That's yeah. the sign so. of true friendship, you know. Yeah. When you can sit in silence with someone and be yep. comfortable and not feel like you have to say something. That's yeah, like they say that, really, right? really special. And it's great to hear that you guys have, you know, got on pretty well this this whole time and yeah. met some cool people along the way too. Yeah, and my uncle actually before leaving for the trail, he ha he has like a couple of uh of like rules for traveling long distance with people of like you're allowed to have like one emotional meltdown per trip <laughs> or if it's a long trip like a lot more and like always get uh, what you want off your chest and like always be upfront about shared expenses so like you know we've taken care of the big things that can cause kind of those you know stickiness yeah. or unpleasantness and uh, you know you keep that stuff clean and uh, handle everything else uh, as it comes <laughs> do our best Damn. Well, I don't know, Dan, if you had any questions. I yeah, think, no uh, pressure. We, we're yeah. at 21 minutes, yeah. so, you know. 21 minutes. So. Yeah, I know. Just, flew, just flew by, I know. It's uh, so yeah. great to a be able to breeze. have these yeah. types of conversations with you guys. I mean, as someone who's really, like, enjoyed hiking in, in my youth, <laughs> you know, I, I've, al I've also considered doing the Appalachian Trail. Maybe not through hiker like you guys, yeah. but definitely portions of it. Yeah. And it gives definitely this perspective of this courage and motivation that you guys have had to be able to step away from the quote-unquote real life yeah. and jump jump into nature for an extended period of time and mm. i'm just excited to be able to know you ruben and get to know you more steven so that way i can see you when you're done with it congratulate yeah. you <laughs> see wait. the growth and Partay. see all the pictures oh, yeah. partake in the real world <laughs> pleasures and all that good good jazz yeah um but yeah, I mean, uh, any other mm. questions or maybe a philosophical uh, something <laughs> Reprise, from yeah. Dan? Analysis. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there might be a reprise here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just fascinated by, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was asking before about, you know, staying on trail, right? I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's, you guys kind of said, well, what the hell else am I going to do at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're all in. Yeah. Um, it's like when you stick the knife in somebody, this is great imagery, but uh, when yeah, you stick a knife in it. somebody, it's it's really bad coming out. You just got to kind of, you got to wait till the doctor gets there. It's going to be a long process. Yeah. Let's do it right, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't pull out too quick. Yeah, exactly. Don't, <laughs> that's another way of putting it. Yeah. 
But um, I'm really, I'm like interested. Do you, because uh, off off uh, the podcast, you said, mm. Stephen, you were doing yoga. Mm. How do you, and, and you said that, you know, being around nature is, is reflected on your, your mental health, your bodily health, mental health. Um, do, you, do you guys both find yourselves more spiritual, like more present, more meditative? Mm. And, and I, I'm like also interested, like I, I know you're, you're working out things and you maybe don't want to sh- share some things. Yeah. But like, is there, has there been any like moments of presence or like awakening or like this is like, wow besides just oh yeah you know it's it's what you focus on right that's important like has there been any moments where like wow like you, you really had perspective of life like wow people can just do this shit mm. i don't have to be working you know? i love that question wow. yeah. yeah thank you so much that, one, that was great <laughs> that's in our wheelhouse we've, we've definitely you know I've, every single day we're working towards opening the inner eye wider and having a more clear view of our our inner mind and how how we how we process things and how we react to everything and i think at a certain point, there's just so much distraction in the in the real world with scare quotes around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because there's there's always so much going on. It's like how much time do you really have to think? So out on the trail, you know, you can have a little more time. There's a lot of great experiences. There's a lot of you know just the, the breathtaking nature that lets you feel like the universe is so much larger than you. Hmm. So. Yeah, um, I mean, me, my journey, just I, philosophically, spiritually, has definitely kind of been re- reawakened a little bit on the trail. Mm. Um, in part, I think, listening to the audiobook Comedy, Sex, God by Pete Holmes, which I, oh. I think I actually talked about on a previous uh, pod a little bit. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I was raised a conservative Jew with a certain outlook on God and, you know, why we're here and things like that. And I guess as I got older, I kind of strayed from that and started questioning it. And then I was a philosophy major at Rutgers and definitely tried to study some of, you know, the quote unquote best minds who have thought about these <laughs> questions, too. And then, you know, you get to a certain point where, like, maybe you have, like, a working theory that, like, is, like, acceptable to you and you don't really consider the questions anymore. But then you're back out here and, I don't know, some of the, some of the questions start to come back and you're like, why are we here? And like, what is this? What's and the like, point of any of this? And how does it all work so well? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've kind of I've gone through some of those cycles again and I'm, I'm thinking a lot about, about God and godliness and our purpose and our nature and, uh, you know, uh, just all these different religions who are all, they're all after the truth. And there, there's a quote that he uses that Pete uses in the, in the book of like, you know, we're all after the same water. We're just going at it from different wells. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's, there is a lot to that. Uh, you know, we all want the truth. We, we do want the answers to these questions, but we can distract ourselves with, you know, just the day to day needs of life. Um, and then, I, you know, that's also a little bit of a generalization because not everybody does want the answers to those questions. Some people really don't care. It's just like that's Some not... Some don't know they're there, maybe. Yeah, that, that too, right? been exposed to them. That too. I think that could be... That might even be a better way of framing it, right? I hit to, you, that no. was really great, I think. I, yeah. But one, one thing... Please. Kind of on that last bit, but the exposure to the questions. Mm. It's interesting to me. You were saying, uh, you know, we're all going for the same well... Uh, I had this thought recently. Mm. Um, I played p- 
piano at a Pentecostal church. Yeah. It's very fundamentalist. Yeah. I'm not exactly a fundamentalist Christian, <laughs> yeah. but that's the, I, nevertheless, that's where I'm at. Um, uh-huh. And I, I have this thought that always comes up that I, I want to ask Please. a religious person. Sure. It's like, if this is the true... The truth, right? Let's not forget about like the, the one true God and all that. Sure. I don't want to be div- divisive and categorical, yeah. but yeah. the truth, um, why is it that we need, like, or is it that we need a specific book or to, 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 to get us to those answers? Like, you said you're reading on the trail. Yeah. But do you, do you get this feeling with this great opportunity to think mm. like everyone should just realize this is just the most wonderful opportunity to think mm. is it do you have uh, I don't want to say better or worse chances but do you find you're closer to at least processing ways to look at truth mm. than if you were just receiving knowledge from a book all day just yeah yeah no I, there's I mean that that it's like the different ways that we receive information. So, mm. you know, the book is like, uh, you know, we take it as a certain amount of knowledge, right? Mm. And then someone's ad- ad- adaptation of the book or their review of the book is like a secondhand knowledge because it's like their opinion of the source. But, mm. you know, the empiricist of like, let me go out <laughs> and like see it for myself and like come to my own conclusions and just right. think about things. And there is a lot to that. And, there's also a lot to like how we break it up of like, oh, there's questions and we need answers. But mm. maybe these aren't really questions. Like they, that's just like the, because of how we've developed the language and how we've developed a way to think about, you know, our vastness because there's so much <laughs> unknown. Uh, but maybe it's just not meant to be known. Like, you know, there's, it's, it is supposed to be kind of weird. Like, I like the mystery of it all. And I yeah. think that like mm. the fact that you guys came into nature and, maybe spent a lot more time here than you ever have, you know. Definitely. You don't necessarily need to be looking for anything. I think sometimes things will come to you. Definitely. I mean, anyone who, like, sits in nature like this, I mean, even right now, I mean, we're just kind of having this nice conversation. The woodpeckers are pecking away at (laughs) at every every tree they can find. The the stream is, is rolling behind us, like... That just meditative experience of being in nature and being in nature with friends, I think, reveals any answers to questions or just reveals revelations to questions that you may not even have. So I think there's a lot of value in the experience itself of just kind of having the drive to, to venture out into the wilderness and really just be one with nature for many, many, many days and many, many, many miles and... I'm sure you've, you know, had those experience where you've gotten the human-made sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there, it you know, infiltrates, yeah. I'm sure those, like, there have been times where you've been more in, in touch with nature and not, but it's, you know, I, I know I'm not on the trail, Dan, but I think that's something that I, I had some perspective on just yeah. sitting here today, realizing, like, you know, there's a lot to just gain from being out here that's not necessarily just, like, oh, I had a question and now I'm seeking an answer. It's more right. like, oh, kind of get it. Like, maybe nature is it. Yeah, maybe yeah. nature is the answer. <laughs> I know, Stephen, you didn't, uh, you've been nodding and smiling. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that before we sort of wrap up for for the day. Hit us with some closing wisdom, Mr. Yeah. Preston. Oh, I was going to abstain from any more. Oh, oh okay. All right. All right. Sure, no That's problem. Valid. This is the answer, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll, I, there's a certain 
aspect. There's there's a lot of similarities, I think, between even like nature and like where I grew up in New York City, uh, which I might seem surprising, but you know, like you can think of the stream and maybe fish going down the stream as like cars going down the street. Like there's different like kind of um, you know, maybe not analogies, but like comparisons that you can make. But then there's also certain constants uh, that are uh, that are out here that. Uh, are, are perhaps unique to, to this environment of, you know, just like there's just grass all around. There's just like always green around mm. and there's just always, things are just living. Everything is living and breathing and there's these micro ecosystems and there's these larger ecosystems and there's things that are dangerous and there's things that are here to save you that you wouldn't even know. There's just, there's like untapped life. Whereas sometimes we put ourselves in things that are like kind of dead. We're in concrete buildings and we're in, uh, you know, cars. I mean, I guess you could maybe say the motor is alive or whatnot. But mm. I, I, I think <laughs> that's, that might be a I stretch. get what you're saying. Yeah, you get the idea behind it. So I think being ingrained in this and, and being fully immersed in just like life sources all around you kind of fills you up with a certain energy. And when you kind of embrace that and, and let it flow through you, it, it allows you to, to, to think a little more clearly and a little more unobstructed. Um, and there's almost moments where I wish we had, you know, no service. Like in Shenandoah, we had virtually no service. And that was, that was almost more, and it was also the beginning of the trip. So mm. saying we, we didn't have our routines as much. And uh, I, I kind of, I almost miss that a little bit. There's days where I'm like, oh, maybe I should just go on airplane mode and mm. like, you know, completely, completely disconnect. disconnect. Yeah. So um, a, a lot of good, a lot of good things to, to think about and stuff to think about on the trail. Mm. <laughs> wow. Well, it's been so great to chat with you guys. It's, I mean, thank you both. Yeah. It's such a privilege to be here. It's so awesome to hear about how your experience has been so far. I think we'll probably continue some of these conversations. We're probably going to hike a bit more, Dan and I, with the boys before uh, venturing back up to High Point. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the pod. And uh, thanks uh, for having us. Our pleasure. Let's do a little closing music. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll let uh, Rugburn's raindrops take us out. Okay. (laughs)